Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hey, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we are going to talk about victim energy. Before we go into the episode today, I want to talk about our sponsor. I want to thank our sponsor, Love Workers LLC, for sponsoring this episode. Um, we um, Love Workers LLC is a new company that is run by your girl, me, um, and I am so thankful that I get to sponsor and do this work and um, really bring this work through my energy and my resources to you guys um, so that we can all learn and benefit from it. So thank you, Love Workers LLC, and to me for sponsoring today's episode. All right, so next, um, let's, let's talk about what is victim energy, right? Because I think that we all have ideas and kind of like the first thing that we jump to in our mind, right? I know I have like one thing that I think of every time that someone has ever said victim energy. And it's always that part of the the spectrum, the right side of the spectrum, where someone is trying to to place themselves in a victim like mindset and like pretending that they have no options when they really do have options to get sympathy, to prey on people's empathy for them and so that they can manipulate. That's it. That's what I think of, right? When I think of victim energy. But the thing is, is that victim energy, just like everything else that we've learned, has a wide spe- spectrum, right? And where a victim energy really came from really truly is from people actually being real victims, right? And so even though we do have that societal stigma about what victim energy is, I want to talk about the truth of what victim energy really is, where it comes from, and how we can make sure that we are not leaning into it subconsciously or even consciously, right? That we're not... um, doing that, you know, thing where we're trying to get something by manipulating and controlling a situation through this type of energy, right? Um, so let's go into to real victim energy, right? Um, and I think it's easy for people who struggle with loving themselves to end up in the victim role, right? I think that that's really, really common. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it because, I think that it's really important to notice that if you actually have been a victim, usually people that aren't loving themselves have been a victim, usually through their childhood, right? And when you have patterns or repeat experiences of trauma, right, what ends up happening is that that stuff becomes familiar and becomes um, habit, right? Like the way to respond to trauma or stress, distress in your life becomes really, um, you know, becomes easy to like respond in a victim response. And not that that person that has experienced victim or like been in a victim role through their childhood and then grown into adulthood, not that they are consciously being like, oh, I want people's sympathy. I want people's empathy, but maybe unknowingly. So on a subconscious level, they're just living life and reacting to negative situations based off of how their child self 
learned to survive their childhood, right? And although as a child that might have helped you stay alive and survive your childhood, it's not healthy when you become an adult, right? And when you're a child, you have no, like, you have no choice, right? But to survive and find creative ways because that's what humans do, right? Every child from a traumatic environment and uh, a line of abuse and things like that and codependent relationships with their caregivers, those people, yeah, they have creative ways to survive, to get by, to get what they need, right? Because you really, as a human, you have to tap into that. When you're in a tricky situation and you're, you know, five years old and you have to figure out how to you know, be a part of a family where you're, you know, uh, overlooked and nobody's focused on you, you've got to find ways to get your needs met, right? To get your emotional needs met, to get your physical needs met, um, and to make sure that you're okay and to, to survive life essentially, right? But once we grow up into adulthood, loving ourselves really means turning inward and looking at those responses and looking at those habits and saying, are those the healthiest for me now, right? Are those the habits that that are benefiting me most now? Or are those outdated, um, you know, really creative at the time, but really they don't make much sense in my adult life now? Like, do those habits make sense to live my healthiest, best life, right? So... With that, um, you know, because if we don't ask those questions, right, and if we don't do that work, what's the other, what's the, like, the opposite end of that? What's what's the result that we receive, right? Well, I'll tell you, we end up in abusive relationships again and again and again. We end up in toxic relationships, lopsided relationships, unhealthy relationships, right? And the main reason for this is because people who aren't loving themselves are easy targets, and that's not the only reason, that's one a good reason, but um, they also have some really unhealthy habits that have just like, just like we've talked about before, that analogy of like, you know, you have a field of grass, and if you walk on one part back and forth over and over again, what does it do? But it creates a pathway, and so then it's easy to say, oh, to get from here to the other side, I see a really clear pathway, and I'm just going to walk through there, right, because that's like, it's paved, like, I know how to get there. Well, the same thing is with your behavior and your patterns of habit, right? Is that if you have those built, right? Sometimes it's just easier to see, oh, I can get from here to there really quickly, right? Instead of the work of let's pay the new healthier like pattern or habit so that I'm going in like the quickest, the shortest, you know, um, way or the healthiest way, right? Um, cause when you're not focused on yourself, when you're not loving yourself, then you're not focused on what you need, right? So you're not, you're not focused. You don't have the energy and the time you're focused on everybody else and everything else around you. So you're not focused on creating like the healthiest way to live, you know, working smarter instead of harder, right? You're not, you're not focused on that for yourself. You're focused on everything else around you outwardly, right? Um, <clears throat> So let's go ahead and talk about what the difference between the vic- being a, an actual victim, right, 
and the victim mentality. Because I think that that's where when we think of victim energy, I think a lot of people get confused. And I know at, for at first, when I start, first started delving into this information, that's if, like where my mind went, right? It was like the victim mentality, which I think it's important for us to go over. But I also think that we need to talk about the victim piece too. So um, when, when we end up being in a victim in life, right? Circumstance. Um, happens, life happens. And usually let's talk about like childhood was a really good example, right? Because as a child, you don't have options, right? You're not, you're not in charge, right? You're at the mercy really of your caregiver, your parents, right? The people that are taking care of you, you're at the mercy of them. So a lot of the times children end up, especially children with a lot of trauma in their, their childhood, they are the victim, right? And they get to experience that at a heavy level, right? And they get that pattern going of like understanding how to be reactive as a victim, right? Um, so being a victim versus the victim mentality is I feel like once you are a victim, right? And, and how, been sometimes on repeat for people, right? You like, especially if you have a traumatic childhood, you're in the victim role a lot. Um, that's when we can lean into the victim mentality, right? Because I don't think that people are just going out there and being like, hmm, like rubbing their little evil hands together and be like, hmm, let me figure out how I can manipulate. I don't think a large amount of the population are doing that, right? I think that people are subconsciously manipulating others to get what they need, being creative. Like we talked about that creative child human response of oh, how can I survive this, right? Um, how can I get what I want out of this situation, right? So subconsciously having behaviors that we're not even aware that it's coming from that, you know, that loop of like, how do I get what I need instead of just being transparent and honest in this relationship, right? Um, so vic being a true victim is a real thing, right? And that's not, so that and victim mentality are completely separate. And I want to make that distinction because I think a lot of people throw the victim energy like statements and labels on people out there and they're not really recognizing um, the difference, right? So let's, let's just kind of define that. So being a victim is that you have no choices, right? That you are a victim of the circumstance of what has happened, that you, you, you are helpless in that situation, right? And, and so like a child is a good example of that versus, right, um, or, or, okay, let's example, right, if um, uh, like a rapist comes up and takes a woman and forces her somewhere and rapes her, she is then the victim, right? Um, that is... Um, that is a true victim role versus victim mentality um, being more centered around like your habits and what you do and what you choose to think and how you choose to um, react and how you choose to, it's a lot of it for me when I like did this research, I recognize that me the mentality part is really just our mental, um, our thoughts, our self-talk, all that kind of stuff, right? So, um, the way that those two are really connected is that is if you've been of in the victim role more than once, right? 
um, then you start to have patterns that maybe lean you into victim mentality without you even recognizing or realizing it, right? And so I want to be really sensitive to people that have grown up in traumatic childhoods. And I want to be really sensitive to people who have been victims of, you know, physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, because really, um, you know, you didn't have a say in that, right? Um, but the one thing that I think is so beautiful and I want to like really highlight, so let's take a moment to really let that what I'm about to say sink in, is because the moment that you realize that you're a victim, okay, the very moment that you realize it is the moment that your victim journey ends and your survivor journey begins. Okay. So no, when you consciously are like, Oh my gosh, like, like for example, the, the woman that was raped, when she recognizes that she had no choice in the matter, that there was a gun to her head, right? Like that she had no choice, right? After that. And for her recovery, once she recognizes that she was a victim, that's when her survivor, like to get, to stay alive, right. To get out of the situation, to keep herself away from harm after afterwards, right? That's her survivor journey, right? Um, and, and it's because it's the moment that you recognize that you've become a victim. It's your responsibility, right? Just as a human, right? As a soul in a human body to rise and find your way to safety, right? And, and sometimes that's really extreme. Like that example that I gave you is really dramatic and a really extreme example, right? Um, and we can talk about some lighter ones and some softer ones, right? So maybe it's, you are in a relationship where um, you recognize that you are being lied to about the, the agreements of the relationship, right? That you and another person have agreed that you're going to be monogamous and then you find out that they are cheating behind your back, right? So yes, you were the victim of someone not being open and honest and really trying to hold you in um, an untrue belief about what the relationship really was. But the moment that you recognize like, okay, I didn't have a choice because I was being lied to, but now that I know, right now that I'm awake and now that I'm aware, I have a choice, right? Now it's my survivor and I got to figure out how I need to survive for myself and my health. Right. Okay. Um, so Essentially, you're going to find resources along the way, right? People helping hands, loving support when, you, when you're on your survivor journey, right? From being a victim. But it's your job and your job only. Just like even those dramatic situations where we talk about children, right? When we talk about their, their trauma in their childhood. Um, even that, we can look at it from like a bigger picture view, right? And say that even though that they might have people helping them right along the way that it's their desire, their soul's desire to like stay alive and be in this life. Right. That really keeps them alive. That keeps them healthy. Right. That keeps them trying to, to find ways to find happiness, to find joy, to experience that. Right. And that's like our, all of our human right and our human nature. That's why when a lot of people talk about, and this is a really heavy subject, so I'm not going to go into this like tunnel vision view for a second too long. But I just want to say like I have watched documentaries on um, suicide survivors, like people that were trying to um, commit suicide and then didn't. And a lot of them say like the moment right before, like if they weren't successful, right, the moment right before they had this epiphany of like that urge to stay alive, right, like to stay 
like here on earth to to continue life, right? And I think that's kind of a natural human thing built within all of us, right? And everybody else has a different um, amount of pressure and stress that's either overshadowing that or not, right? Um, so some people make it and some people don't, right? Um, okay, but like I said, I don't want to talk about that as like a completely different subject, but it's kind of, it just kind of came up. So there you go. Okay. Um, but so essentially the belief that you have no choice, right? So after you recognize you're a survivor from, from a traumatic situation, right? You're, or you're the victim and then you're like, okay, now I'm the survivor, right? The illusion that you have no choice is that exactly that it's a little illusion it's not real right um and even though you know your options might be all really shitty right (laughs) you're like okay like like for example from like i'll give you something personal for me so when i would be in like relationships and then people would do really shitty things to me like you know like they would you know whatever like lie to me or talk behind my back or whatever it was right something like really crappy where i'm like oh that's not what i want that's not the kind of relationship that i want to be in with this person right um the illusion that that there isn't a choice is like made up because in the end you always have a choice right you have a choice for everything that's what free will is that's like the largest law of this universe is your free will right but Sometimes the the choices don't seem appealing because you have to lose out on a lot of things, right? Like, so for example, you might have to lose out on having a partner. You might have to lose out on having um, a, an extended family. You know, you have you might have to lose out on some really big things that feel overwhelming and it feels like that's not an option for you. Like you, like for me, I know personally for a long time, it felt like divorce wasn't an option for me, right? Like that's not what I wanted. I wanted a family, right? That, um, with the mom and the dad with the kids, right? Um, I, that was like a lifelong dream of mine. So it felt like it wasn't an option, but that's the thing is when you constantly are putting these like dreams of like, those types of things of what you want above really actually being healthy and happy and really loving yourself, right? And putting up boundaries that keep you feeling safe. That's when you're going towards unhealth and that's when you're not loving yourself, right? That's when, and you're not even really loving the other person at that point. Um, We feel like we are, but you're not because you can't love other people from an empty place and you're you're like um, suffocating the like you're suffocating yourself, which is going to suffocate the relationship eventually. Right. So, um, so yeah, so that it's really, really important to remember that even like, so on your survivor journey, there's always choices and sometimes they're not going to feel good. Sometimes they're not going to be what you want, what you desire. Right. But recognizing that you do have a choice, even with the consequences that aren't desirable of that choice. Right. And so for me, that personally, that was getting up and walking away from, you know, putting up boundaries and getting up and walking away from unhealthy relationships that just weren't serving me um, at that time in my life, right? Um, Okay, so next is, let's go over, um, let's, let's kind of highlight that piece that talks about like what happens when you experience real trauma, right? And you really do become a victim. Um, how do we start leaning into those, that toxic, um, 
victim mentality, right? Because it's not, it's not healthy. It's toxic for yourself and it's toxic for your relationships. So how does that kind of occur? And we kind of touched on that a little bit, but let's just reiterate that real quick, that when you experience trauma, especially if it happens on repeat, you're going to become more familiar, right? So you're going to be um, be really versed in being a victim. And so, and it's, it's going to seem normal to you, right? Like it's going to seem comfortable. It's going to seem normal and it's going to seem like, like, Oh, that's just how life is, right? Because you grew up that way maybe, um, or you've experienced it a lot. So you're, you're, um, your taste and your palate for dysfunction is going to be really, really high, right? So you're going to not love yourself by allowing others to have really unhealthy behaviors and treat you really poorly because like when you were a child, you didn't have an option, right? You couldn't just get up and say, I'm putting up a boundary, mom, and you're unhealthy, so I'm walking away from you, (laughs) right? Like, I'm putting up this boundary, and we're going to keep our distance. Because you didn't have a choice as a child. You had to live in a family that was unhealthy and dysfunctional, right? Like, that wasn't a choice. As an adult, now you have a choice, right? So now you got to change those behaviors and those patterns, right? And and step outside of what feels comfortable to you. Like, it feels comfy to just let people, you know, punch you back and forth like in their own personal emotional punchy bag because maybe someone from your past has done that to you, right? So you're used to knowing how to deal with it when that's not loving yourself and that's not loving them, Right? Okay, next one is that your subconscious trains your brain to respond to situations from a victim vantage point. So essentially, you're used to um, responding from that place. So it's easy for you to slide into that, that mentality and be like, okay, how do I survive this? How do I manipulate myself out of this one? How do I get, you know, like, how do I get through this, essentially, right? Instead of... Like, how do I take charge of my life here, right? Like, how do I move towards feeling good, right? It's it's a total different energy and a different response and thought patterns, right? Our minds are trained. Um, And we don't even really recognize if you're not loving yourself at a deep level, you're not even aware that that's occurring because you're not checking in with yourself, right? Your subconscious is running it. So you're not even thinking that that's what's happening. You're not even aware to it. Um, The next one is feeling like feeling comfortable in a prey role. So, um, especially when, and then, okay, so let me start over. (laughs) So feeling comfortable in the prey role, especially when attracting people who assume the predator role into your life and in your relationships. So this is really important to know is that, um, you know, they always say like, like attracts like, right. Um, and it's true, right. And maybe you're not an abuser, right. But you're an abusee, and you're easy to be manipulated and abused. So you're the yin to their yang, right? So someone with predator energy, first off, can sniff you out real easy, right? They, they can see you coming a mile away and they're like, oh, bingo. That person has a high tolerance for dysfunction and for abuse. And I'll get away with a lot with that one, right? And so they know how to like pinpoint you, right? But beyond that, you're used to assuming maybe the submissive role. You're used to assuming um, like the poor, maybe the poor me role, like the really the victim mentality, right? Um, but you're used to assuming that role of like 
cower, maybe cowering down. Like I know I, I like abusive people that come from abusive children, um, like from their childhood, they, um, know how to diffuse tension really good. Right. So like, there's a, like a tension in the room and they know how to like make everybody kind of calm down. They're really good at like setting the mood back up. Right. And like covering up and enabling that abusers, habit of going crazy and going, you know, like out of control, right? Um, not crazy or out of control. Cause like, okay, I talk in dramatic sometimes about this stuff, but I want you to know that sometimes that like predator role is so subtle, right? And so covert. And so I don't want you to think of it in like these big dramatic terms that we always hear in society about. I want you to think of it more of like subtle things of like, like, I think lying is such a perfect one because I think that our egos try to tap into lying so much, but it's so unhealthy. And I think that when you're in a really serious, intimate relationship, lying, right, is a form of control because you're trying to control them seeing a projection of you that you desire. And you don't want to have to deal with maybe how you know they're going to react to something that you maybe on some level are judging your, on yourself too, right? So... I, lying's a really good one. It's, it's one that is so common because everyone lies, right? Um, to know that it's not big and crazy, but like that it's happening on those levels too. I don't want us to ever like hear this information and just think that it's only happening on those dramatic things because that's where I think we can get into the rut of like, well, oh, this isn't me. I don't ever go into victim energy. I don't ever lean into victim energy tendencies. Um, that's our ego talking, right? But if we do that, then we can't ever get to a place of healing, right? Even if we're doing it, even just in one relationship, or even if we're just doing it on this mild thing, this one little behavior, right? Um, okay, for example, I'm going to be really uh, vulnerable and share with you that for me, it's a lot of my self-talk, right? Of like, oh, well, they just don't like me, right? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not healthy to talk like that, right? Even if that is true, even if I'm tapping into the empathy and like being an empath and like sensing out someone else's energy that they just really don't like me, it's not okay for me to talk like that in my mind because does that help me, right? Does that suit me? No. Um, I can just say I'm feeling some negative energy. That's theirs. I'm going to leave it with them. And I'm going to be the leader in this and I'm going to be powerful and I'm going to either put up a boundary or I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do for my highest good and my health. Right. So there you go. Um, but yes, so essentially just wrapping that one up of the predator energy of them, like, like those types of relationships, like you just assuming you being the yin to their yang, you assuming that, um, victim role with people that love to power over other people, right? Um, and it's uncomfortable sometimes to stand up and love yourself and rock the boat and say like, eh, sorry, I'm not going to participate in that. Like, I'm not going to participate in you ditching me constantly or you, you know, saying that we're best friends and then not inviting me to your birthday party. Like, sorry, but that's weird, right? Um, so let's go ahead and, and recognize that if you're attracting predator roles, people that are domineering in those ways, that what are, what's the role response for you to slide into, right? It's into the prey role, whether you want to be that or not, whether that's part of like your authentic self or not, if you're attracting those type of people and enabling their behavior, that's the role you're sliding into and, and just being aware of that, right? Um, so when, so when you're 
experiencing those traumas, right? And then you're, then the uh, victim mentality, right? And the victim energy can, even when you're like deciding like, okay, I'm going to be healthy. Like I obviously I'm not a kid anymore. I'm like fully responsible for my health and for my life now. Um, now growing up as an adult, how do you stay out of this victim like mentality, right? And not go into subconsciously, how, how do we do this, right? Well, first off, the, the very first thing is we have to recognize what victim mentality is. We have to know that, right? We have to be aware of that so that we can know if we're playing into it or not. And so as I read this list of um, things that can point out if you really are victim mentality, like, or if you've leaned into it in circumstances, I want you to like set down your ego for a second, okay? And I know I had to really do this for myself. So there's nothing but um, like safe space in this moment for you right now. I'm holding safe space for you to be able to drop your ego because if there's one person that you can be truthful with, one person on this planet, it's you, okay? There's, there's no judgment here in this moment and I'm holding space for you for that. So just know that even if you have done one or all of these, right, before in your past, or if you end up doing them in your future, just um, take a moment to to say, it's okay, right? It's okay that I have come to this place, I've experienced all these things that have led me to maybe some of these unhealthy behaviors, but right now, knowing that I'm doing them is where it ends, right? Because or where my journey begins to end it, right? Because we can't ever end things unless we are aware that we're doing them in the first place. Okay, so let's take a minute to like talk about what the victim mentality signs are, like what behaviors, you know, victim mentality is. So really, um, there's one that it's blowing problems out of proportion, okay? Making a big deal out of little things, right? Because everything's so... Um, out to get you, right? And um, so, so little things are big, right? And they they mean a lot, right? Because especially when you've been a victim, usually like your tunnel visioned and everything's kind of hyper focused. So when things don't feel good, sometimes it's like things don't feel good and the world is ending, right? Like or like well, I need to get out of this. I need to survive this, right? Instead of just allowing it to be like, so this is the one thing I like to remember. I like to allow things to be just like, even though they're hard and they can be dramatic at times, I want to always remember that every single person on this planet, no matter who they are, no matter if they have like, like what I think to be a cozy, you know, coddled life, right? Everybody, there's not one person on this planet that's experiencing life without their own issues, okay? And their own set of problems. Everybody's just experiencing different set of, of circumstances and problems and issues. They're all dealing with them. Every, everybody, that's why they always say be kind because you never know what someone's dealing with. And it's so true, right? There's not one person that isn't dealing with issues because when we come down to earth, we come down with that will and that desire to, to overcome to, to evolve, to learn, to grow past things, right? And so part of that is that we're going to go in ups and downs, right? And just really knowing that like sometimes things are really big and some things are really traumatic and they're going to take a lot more strength and a lot more power from you, right? But with that being said, with that knowingness, we can say that 
problems are problems and everybody has a problem in their life right now. And everybody goes through big problems in their lifetime. We all do in different forms and different ways. And we all have different levels of grace through each problem. You know, like, it's just difference. It doesn't mean that nobody's going through stuff. So that's what I have to say about problems and just recognizing that, right? The next one is that you feel and act powerless. So you really believe that... um, you're powerless against what is happening, right? That you have no choices, right? Um, so that really like moves into that you have trouble coping with negatives in life and that you feel like powerless against things, right? And that's the thing is that um, adaptability is really one of the keys to health and success of life, right? That they have found that um, if you can adapt to any situation, even if it's a hard situation to go through, if you can adapt and, um, you know, find your way through it, right? Navigate yourself through things, that that's really the key to feeling good and having that good mental health, right? So, um, so just knowing that you are a powerful being and that you are full of power and that you have more power than you can even imagine that you ever are going to ever going to give yourself credit for. It's so true. Okay. The next one is in you engage in negative self-talk and feel bad for yourself and you train your brain to feel pity for yourself regardless, um, or not regardless, but on a regular basis. So um, there is a difference between pity and self-compassion. And I think that's really important to highlight is that self-compassion is really a large part of loving yourself, right? Having that compassion for yourself and being able to be like, whoo, girl, you just went through something really, really hard. Oh my gosh. Like you are like nobody's business right now in the thick of a shitty situation, right? having that compassion, but then being like, but you are going to power through it. And just knowing that you're not going to talk down to yourself. Like I can't get through this. I cannot do this. And I know that there's times in my life where I've done that, where I've just been like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm, I like, I, I'm just not. And, but you can, and like, you know, that saying, I love that saying that there's nothing that you There's nothing that you are going to experience that you can't handle, right? That anything that's brought to you is brought to you because you're ready to handle it. And if you think about it, that's true. Like, because whether or not that you believe into the illusion that you can't handle it or not, you're going to handle it. You might handle it not the way that you want, but you're going to handle it. Just like my situation. I remember recently I was like, you know, going through it, going through my emotions, all up in my feelings. And I was like stressed out and like having a hard time. And I remember someone said to me, like, you know what, you're going to do just like everyone else. You're going to get up every day and you're going to do what you do, whatever that is, you're going to figure it out because that's life, right? And we have no way around it. You're here and you're just going to have to endure whatever you're enduring, but you can also make it easier on yourself, right? By talking nice to yourself, by finding relief for yourself, by providing comfort for yourself, finding those resources, right? So positive self-talk is a huge one because if you're negatively self-talking and feeling pity, then you're in that victim mentality, right? Like, why did this happen to me? So this is one of my favorite quotes is, 
um, there's two ways of looking at life that either life is happening to you or life is happening for you. And I truly like deep down inside, I want to believe that life is happening for me. Like even all this stuff that's like my life has been uprooted and it's completely a different life now, like than I would have ever expected. And I would have never, ever like visioned this right happening to me. But I am so thankful every day that it did. I'm so very thankful because not only am I closer and like healthier with myself, I am really, I have left behind all of those like core unhealthy things that had been haunting over me and my relationships for my entire life, right? Um, Things that I felt were out of my control, right? That were, that now I feel like I I have a say in that I have a handle on, right? So life is happening for you. And it's really true that if you believe that it's happening to you, you're going to be swept away in that like pity or that, oh, things aren't fair or whatever, right? But if you're recognizing and you're just looking at it from the vantage point that it's for you, right? It's for you to grow. It's for you to be the best version of you, for you to find yourself, for you to be happy, right? Then you can move in that healthy direction towards life and towards yourself and towards what makes you feel good, right? Um, so if you have a victim mentality, you often think that the world is out to get you, right? That you think that people are out to get you. And I, and the world can groom you in a way to like really believe that, right? Like, um, like I'll never forget. So one thing that people would do, and I think they were trying to be nice, but I think it's unhealthy is that people would always say like, well, yeah, but don't you think that they're all those people are like that to you could just cause they're jealous. Right. But what if I walk around the world just thinking everyone's jealous of me? Like, how does that serve me? How does that help me? And I don't think it's that easy. I don't think that's the the easy answer, right? I think that that maybe is a component to a lot of the destruction of of my relationships with other people. But I don't think that that's like the 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 main thing, right? That people are out to get me and the people are just always jealous of me. Like, there's some people that are definitely not in any way, shape, or form jealous of me, right? Um, so... So don't, don't come from that standpoint that people are out to get you because, and in that thing is that there might be some people that are out to get you, right? That's going to happen. And there are people, there are some people in my life that have been out to get me, but that's the thing is that then you just do you, you retreat from that energy, from that vibe, from those people, you put up your boundaries and you move on and you find the people that are wanting to vibe with you, right? You're wanting to find the people that are for you, the people that are like wanting the same things as you, right? You move in the direction of that. Okay. Um, you blame others and don't take responsibility for your part in the problems in life and everything in your, um, everything in your life seems to be like the outside coming towards you versus like you recognizing that you're 50% of like you're 50% of every relationship, right? You are, um, and, and when we think that we're not 50% of every relationship, what happens? People power over us. People, you know, lead us into like places maybe that we don't want to go, places that we don't want to be, right? So really making sure that you are recognizing that you have a part in everything. You're co-creating with every person and everything in this life. Um, and just being honest that the one key component to every single thing that you experience is you right? There's one thing that's always constant and it's always you. You're there. Not that you're the same in every moment, 
right? But you're a constant. You're the constant part because you're always there, right? So you're always having a, a energy in something. So take responsibility for your energy and just be honest with yourself. If there's only one person in the world that you can be honest with, I hope there's more. I hope that you allow to love yourself and love others more than that. But if there's only one person, I want it to be you, right? I want you to be able to be honest with yourself. Um, take responsibility for like the parts that you play, right? And then, and then that's the thing is like, you don't have to hand that over to other people, right? Abusive people. You don't have to hand over your faults to other people because they might use that to attack you. But you can say like in your mind, like, okay, I didn't put up boundaries with that person. That person gave me a lot of red flags and I just kept going because I wanted to be around them because I loved how I felt when I was with them. I loved being their friend, even though they weren't healthy to me. I had a lot of fun with them. I loved partying with them. I loved... You know, like whatever it was, I loved that. So I held that higher than the respect for myself, the the standards that are healthy for me, the things that keep me safe and that keep me keep me in healthy relationships. Okay. So be honest with yourself. Um, uh, being antisocial oriented. So if others try to offer solutions, um, oh, sorry, I said that wrong. Being anti-solution oriented. God, I don't know can't talk today. Um, if others try to offer solutions with a person that is in victim mentality, um, they usually list off, um, a whole list of things of why things won't work. And I'm not going to lie. I have done that before. Like, because I am only seeing things in like maybe a tunnel view way, or like, I don't want things to go in a, in like maybe a direction that I know is bigger of unhealth for me that that person's like, but, the, but they'll be like, Oh, do this, do this, do this. And I'll be like, Oh, it doesn't work because this and this and this and this, right? So just be aware of that. If you're if you're um, not like if there's all these solutions, but you're like deciding not to take them, look into to what reasons, like for what what's the end goal for you, and like maybe really just tap into why you're doing that, right? That's really important being aware of that. Um, and then the next one is really important. It's it's difficult for you to examine yourself and make changes, right? So if you can't. If you can't um, take a look and be really honest and accept yourself and be honest with the one person that really matters in this life, which is you, if you can't do that, then, you know, you're definitely not loving yourself, but also um, you're going to fall into that victim mentality of like, you know, like it's never you, it's everyone else or, you know, like you won't be able to, to heal or you won't be able to get past things. You won't be able to evolve like you're supposed to, Right. Okay. Um, so I think we kind of already went over like where these patterns really come from, but I think there's a couple things that we didn't really like hit on. So let me just go through this list really quick. Um, usually repeat trauma, like we talked about. So if you ever repeat trauma, then you end up, you know, just knowing the victim role really well. Um, if you, um, don't know how to, um, like if you, if you come from a childhood where you don't know how to be of health, right? Because you don't have any examples of it. Um, obviously your environment doesn't, you know, flourish with health. That's unhealthy. Um, then you end up not knowing like really how to do that as an adult. Like, I mean, you have to learn it somewhere. So sometimes it, it takes like a big shift in like maybe a, a really a big trauma in your life, maybe like someone dying or something like that for you to kind of like shake up, wake up, um, you know, maybe a big, uh, toxic relationship ending, something like that. 
Um, so that's where the victim energy can really come from. And that's why I say like, don't just assume that it's like the dramatics of like people wanting pity and people in that is part of the victim energy, but sometimes it can also just come from experiencing a lot of like really hard things in life and not really ever being taught how to like deal with it. Um, and like, so it's just trial and error for all of us humans. Right. And so just recognizing that you're in trial and error too, and that, um, that now as an adult, it is your responsibility to find your way to health, right? It is your responsibility to survive and to be the happiest, healthiest version of you. That is your job. That's your one sole job. You have all these other jobs, hundreds of other jobs within your life too, maybe to be a parent, to be, you know, a sibling, to be a friend. You have all these other things, but like your primary one is you, okay? Because if you aren't like a strong you, you're giving a diluted version of yourself to everyone else, okay? And then those aren't really strong either, right? Then there's there's a lot of room for like error and gaps and unhealth, right? If you're not being strong and, and um, healthy within yourself first. Um, so just recognize that your trauma might be leading you into some habits or behaviors um, and just being aware and then kind of rebuting that for yourself, right? Um, so ways that we can rebuke and ways that we can like really lean into loving ourselves and staying away from the victim energy are um, recognizing that you always do have a choice like we talked about, seeing the silver lining and the lessons and the benefits in any situation, right? The people that can be optimistic um, the people that can see like, okay, well, I, yeah, I had this shitty like relationship, but oh my gosh, it taught me so much about how I react in situations and how I want to be better, right? Like going from that and, and really loving yourself from a healthy standpoint of being able to see the, the, the blessings in life, right? Uh, next is recognize that your life is happening for you, not to you. And we already kind of talked about that one. Um, being aware that others do to you, what others do to you is more of a reflection of them than really a reflection of you, even though you're a partner in that relationship. Um, and like I said, there's, you know, there's always, it's a two way street, but, um, people are reacting to life a lot of times. Right. And so you have to recognize that when they're doing stuff, it's between them and them. And you are a bystander of that a lot of times. Um, and that is the same for you. You know, the way you're reacting to people, you're in control of the way you react. So that is on you. That is your responsibility, right? And same way with them is that they've had all these experiences in life that have taught them that this is what works for them. And maybe it doesn't really work, but that's what they know or you know what I'm saying? So let that be theirs and don't take that on and like put it onto yourself. That's not ever healthy. Um, you have more power and strength in you than you ever are willing to give yourself in any moment. Like we are so powerful and we don't even recognize it. So I want you to just remember that, that you can't even fathom your power, right? Boundaries, 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 boundaries. Um, is this in alignment with my health and happiness? If you're asking yourself that question and you're putting up your boundaries in your relationships, then, um, you are going to not, play into those victim roles. You're going to have healthy relationships that are equal partnerships, right? Where you give and take with each other that you guys go through ups and downs, but that maybe sometimes one person's giving more than the other, but then it fluctuates and you guys are just doing this dance within each other. And it's not one sided and one's not, you know, giving more energy than the other, right? Um, next is having healthy self-compassion, um, which is the healthy response, uh, versus, um, you know, the self-pity 
um, after experiencing trauma within our life and in and through you know all the situations that we encounter and we experience. So, all right, well, there you go. So hopefully you learned something today about victim energy and really just, I think that this episode is really important for us to like really just turn inward and be able to see, you know, if you have gone through trauma in your life or you have experienced some maybe unhealthy relationships that you are just being aware and recognizing, am I leaning into um, victim energy or victim mindset or, you know, victim mentality. Um, maybe not all across the board, or if I am across the board, like how can I get help? Can I go see a therapist? Um, can I really, you know, let's clear this, right? Let's, let's face ourselves and face our habits so that we can build on them and be the healthiest versions of us. All right. Well, I hope you're having a wonderful day and don't forget, take care and love yourself. And if you are enjoying this information on the podcast, I encourage you to join me on my website. I have so many free things right now. Um, I am giving away for the year 2023. I'm allowing um, the public to take part in my biweekly meditations. So you can sign up for those for free. You can do them at your leisure. I send them out once every two weeks and you just log on um, to the website and you can participate in the healing meditation. And I do a little self-love talk in the beginning so we can kind of focus our energy around the wisdom of self-love of the week. Um, so if you're interested in that, that's on my website. I'll leave the links um, in this description. But also I have a lots of other stuff. I have more classes coming out this year. Um, and I also have the Love Yourself Masterclass, the Love Yourself Mini Course um, that are already up and ready for um, if you are interested in participating in that, in that and um, investing in yourself, then go ahead and check out the links. And don't forget, take care and love yourself. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you.